Entrepreneur on Fire 492. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. LegalZoom wants to help you start your business right. Visit LegalZoom.com where you'll find award-winning services developed by some of the best legal minds in the country. And don't forget to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Audiobooks.com has over 40,000 titles and you can preview as many of them as you'd like for free. Head over there today and get your first book for free as well at audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Paula Pant. Paula, are you prepared to ignite? I was born ready to ignite. (laughs) I love it. Paula is a journalist turned blogger who helps entrepreneurs shatter limits, ditch the cubicle, and live life on their own terms. She's traveled to 30 countries, owns six rental property units, and hasn't had an employer since 2008. Her blog, Afford Anything, is the gathering point for a tribe that refuses to say, I can't afford it. Just giving our listeners a little overview, Paula. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Well, John, when I graduated from college, I thought that you were supposed to go and get a job and work there for 40 years. (laughs) I mean, that's what we're all taught, right? Oh, yeah. And I fortunately came to realize that I didn't have to follow that mold. When I figured that out, it was like the gates opened up and I was free. Um... And so I I quit my job. I saved up some money. I quit my job. I started working for myself. I started traveling. Um, and I started just embracing the the entrepreneurial lifestyle. Because to me, this is not just about running a business. It's about creating a lifestyle that really fuels you and, and really just gets you out of bed in the morning. That's the kind of lifestyle that we love promoting here at Entrepreneur on Fire, Paula. And I'm really excited to talk about your journey that's afforded you that lifestyle. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling, Paula. So take it away. Sure. I've got a mantra that I coined years ago. Uh, this is back when I saw my friends starting to spend their money on nicer things. That My friends were buying newer cars, better clothes, nicer furniture. And these were the same friends that would say, oh, I would love to have more meaningful work, but I can't. I can't quit my job. Or I would love to go travel to Europe, but I can't. And I began to see that these things that people are buying, especially when they're living above their means, are trappings, literally trappings. They keep them trapped. And so I created the following mantra and I repeat it to myself all the time, which is money doesn't buy stuff. It buys choices. Money doesn't buy stuff. It buys choices. Paula, go ahead and expound on that a little bit for Fire Nation. Absolutely. A lot of people believe that the purpose of money is to acquire junk, uh, for (laughs) lack of a better word. And, you know, you hear this backlash against it, the people who say, oh, money's not important. What they're really saying is that junk isn't important. And I believe it's not. You know, I I agree with that. But the money itself can be used to to set you free. It can be used to give you the the choices and the opportunities that that people who don't have money just aren't 
fortunate enough to to have those same types of choices. So, for example, if you wanted to start a business, if you wanted to travel the world, if you needed to fly across the country to visit a sick family member, these are things that you can do when you've got the money to do that. Um, and that's what I mean by it, it buys you choices. I love that. And it's a great message for Fire Nation. I can share a little personal story, Paula, because I fortunately grew up in a household that really instilled those values at a very young age, live below your means. And so when I went to college, I went to a very expensive college, but I went on an ROTC scholarship. I got the scholarship, so I didn't pay anything for college. And I graduated with zero debt. However, I did owe eight years of service to our country as an officer. But what did that mean? It meant that I immediately had a very well-paying job with no college debt. So over the next four years as an active duty officer, Paula, I built up a solid savings. So when I got out, I had the freedom, the freedom that you're talking about, to travel to Guatemala for four months, to travel to India and Nepal for four months, and then try a couple jobs in corporate America because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. But like you, I found out that it wasn't my path. And so I started my own business, Entrepreneur on Fire, and because that savings I had from no debt and from having a solid job for a handful of years at first, I was able to have a runway to start a business, and that's the freedom we're talking about, Fire Nation, and that's the freedom that Paula is going to help us create, right, Paula? Absolutely. That's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. That money that you have, you used it to buy opportunity and freedom, and that's what it's really here for. Love that. So Paula, you were recently at a new media expo out in Vegas and it was an amazing conference. Did you really feel like that conference has impacted you in a positive way? Absolutely. I met so many incredible people, um, learned so much. Just, I, I highly recommend it to anyone who's in media, new media, blogging, podcasting, anything like that. I love that conference. I definitely plan on going next year and every subsequent year and until they get sick of me. <laughs> They're not going to get sick of you, Paula. <laughs> and that's one thing that I love is that just like myself, you've made conferences a part of your journey. You've made it on your calendar a point to go and interact with our people, Paula, people that are in new media, that are in blogging, podcasting, web TV. And that's what Entrepreneur on Fire is all about, Paula. It's about the journey. You and I have both made that conscious effort to make these conferences our journey. And I want to focus our interview now onto your journey as an entrepreneur. You've obviously had some great successes and some aha moments and just these great Paula Pant moments, but you've also had some failures like we all have. And here we talk about those two and we actually start with those. So share with us a story, Paula, of a time that you failed and the lessons learned. Sure. One of the darkest and toughest times that I've experienced as an entrepreneur was that very first year when I was starting my blog, Afford Anything. Because at that time in my life, I mean, I had just returned from several years of overseas travel, so I, I had nothing. Um, I had no clients lined up. I had no contacts. Um, I didn't own any assets. I hadn't started investing. I didn't have any businesses. I'd moved to a new city where I didn't know anyone. And so starting from nothing, I was working super hard every single day to build Afford Anything and to grow its readership. And for that first year, I was basically not getting results. My revenue was next to nothing. I was living off my savings. And that is so psychologically draining. Um, you know, when we get into the, the deep psychology of what differentiates successful entrepreneurs from, you know, from 
from people who give up. I mean, the winners from the dreamers. I think it's the ability to push through that that really psychologically draining moment when you're in the trenches and you're working so hard and the results just aren't there. And uh, so, John, the way that I endured that was through something that I call the dozen marker method, where I created a dozen marks, a dozen benchmarks for myself, each one small and sequential. And it gave me these tiny victories that I could celebrate along the way. Um, so when my blog readership when it first entered, the the number of unique visitors entered the four-figure mark, and then the five, and then the six. And, you know, you just, you keep noting those tiny little victories, no matter, no matter how small, because that's what fuels the fire. The dozen marker method. That's so key, because again, Paula, we're talking about the journey, and as entrepreneurs, we need these milestones, we need these goals, because it's not about the destination, it's not about that end point, it's about hitting these great points along your journey that keep you going because we recently released Entrepreneur on Fire the first 365 days, Paula, where we really share our income, our expenses, our failures, our successes in the first year. And it's been a really powerful post for people because you know now they see Entrepreneur on Fire as a business that's earning six figures a month and having a lot of success and a lot of victories. And we are now, but we don't want people to forget that we went through the tough times too, that we paid our dues. Those first 365 days were oftentimes brutal with a lot of questions and a lot of psychological barriers to break through. So share with us something else that really helped you kind of maintain that focus on really building Afford Anything, even during that first difficult year. I had just committed to myself, and the commitment is key. I promised myself that I was not going to quit for at least two years and that for that period of time I would do everything in my power to really give this business as much of an opportunity as I possibly could so that in the end if it didn't work out it would be the not the result of any kind of lack of effort on my part and uh and so I once I committed to that there was no going back there was no question I was in it for the long haul Fire Nation, Paula committed. She made the decision and look what's happened. Paula, share with Fire Nation, what was just that first spark of light where you just kind of opened your eyes and you were like, uh-oh, I just might succeed here. I'd say the, the very first client that I got, and looking back on it, it seems so insignificant. I mean, <laughs> I got a client that paid me like $800 a month and it was the first piece of revenue that came in. And I was like, you would have thought that it was $8 million a month for how excited I was. <laughs> I was so jazzed. I, I ran out and told everyone about it. <laughs> I think that's huge. We give weekly webinars, the podcast workshop webinars, every single week here. We just share some great stuff about podcasting. And one thing that I love sharing during those webinars, Paula, is the day that Entrepreneur on Fire hit new and noteworthy. You know, it was early on in the journey, but it was not for any monetary gain, obviously. It was just, I was there at the top of new and noteworthy. And to me, that was like, you would have thought that I won an Emmy. I was like taking screenshots. I was emailing my grandmother who's like, what's a podcast? You know, and it was such an amazing time. And those small victories that were so huge at the time, I kind of miss those now, you know, now that we are a little more mature as a business. And I often talk with Kate about how I kind of miss those days when everything that came in was so exciting because, you know, it was literally, it was like live or die at some points and you really just had to make it happen. So 
boil it down for us, Paula, what's one lesson that you want Fire Nation to walk away with from that, just that year of struggle, that year of obstacles and challenges that you experienced? Give yourself plenty of small victories. Those small wins are critical for keeping you psychologically and mentally in the game. Um, you know, you you shared that story, John, about reaching the top of new and no- noteworthy. I remember, and this is this sounds so stupid. <laughs> I remember the first time somebody retweeted something that I wrote. <laughs> I remember that moment. I will never forget it. Um, that type of tiny, tiny victory. Celebrate it. Indulge it. The dozen marker method. I love that, Fire Nation. Institute that into your own businesses, into your own journey, and you will immediately start enjoying yourself a little bit more, if not a lot. And Paula, let's transition now to the other end of the spectrum. You were so kind to share with us the challenges and the obstacles and the failures that you had during your first year, but let's talk about an aha moment. Let's talk about a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. Tell us that story. Take us down to the ground level and really share with us that moment and the steps you took to turn that into success. Sure. I've had two very important aha moments that I want to share with Fire Nation. And both of these are aha moments that revolve around understanding what an entrepreneur really is. So the first one happened shortly after I got my first and what thankfully turned out to be my only W-2 employee job. (laughs) Um, I started going to conferences, actually. We talked about the importance of conferences. I was going to conferences that were meant for traditional journalists, And at those, all of the sessions are broken out into these different tracks, like newspaper, magazine, radio, TV. And then there was this track called freelance. And I was, I was like, what on earth is freelance? What is that? (laughs) So I started going to those sessions and then this light bulb went off in my head. This was my first big aha moment when I realized I don't have to be someone else's employee. I can work on my own terms during my own hours with no commute and no dress code and base myself from any location in the world where I want to be. And I can make a six-figure living doing it. And that just, that realization changed the course of my life. So that was my first major aha moment. And from that moment on, I just started harassing every freelancer I knew, um, asking, buying them lunches, buying them coffees, picking their brains, reading books about it, just immersing myself in figuring out how to do that. The second one happened on an airplane. Uh, several years later, I was I had a successful freelance career at that point, and I was reading the book Cashflow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. And in that book, he talks about the difference between someone who's self-employed versus someone who's a business owner. Uh, and he said the self-employed is fundamentally trading their time for money, but a business owner owns the means of production. And right there on that airplane, I had a second aha moment where I was like, wow, these are actually two really different concepts. Self-employment is a great start, but ultimately it's not enough to be a freelancer for me. Ultimately, I want to own a business. So that was the second one. Those are two amazing aha moments. I love the first one. That seems to us now as seasoned entrepreneurs so simple, but to so many people, it holds them back. I don't have to be somebody's employee. 
I mean, we both grew up in the generation, Paula, where you're right, we kind of was drilled into us at a young age. You go to high school, you go to college, you maybe get your master's or your PhD and maybe law school or medical school, but whatever it is, you're going to get a job for 40 years and that's going to be an amazing safety net for you. And that was kind of the word, safety net, it's safe, it's steady. You don't have to be somebody's employee, Fire Nation. You can choose to be if you want to, but you don't have to be. And that small realization led Paula to where she is now. And then, of course, even though she was, at that point, not anybody's employee, she was. She had seen that she grew into a place where she was still trading time for dollars, time for dollars. She didn't have that passive, leverageable, scalable business that's so powerful that you wake up in the morning and you say, wow, I haven't done anything, but I've already made $2,000 today. That's a powerful business, and that's something that both Paula and I have now created and something that as Fire Nation needs to really be focused on if that's what you want to do as well, scale, leverage your time, your knowledge, your tactics. So Paula, let's really boil this down for Fire Nation. Just like you boil down the failure time in your life, boil it down this realization that you had, these two aha moments into one takeaway for Fire Nation. That you can write your own script. You you write, your your life is a book and you write your own chapter. And so forget about all of these assumptions that you've been taught that you're supposed to get a job. You're supposed to live along this very linear progression of normal. Um, you are not obligated to be normal. So that's the major takeaway. You know, you write, you are the author of your own destiny. Love that. You are not obligated to be normal. Paula, what's your proudest entrepreneurial moment? I reached a major milestone last year um, that I'm really proud of. And I, I replaced what I used to earn at my nine to five job with purely passive income uh, from some of the real estate investments. I, some of the money that I make, I invest in real estate, uh, in rental properties. And last year, my pat- net passive income from real estate um, surpassed what I used to make when I was working full-time, nine to five. And that was just a huge moment for me when when those investments outplaced, outpaced that because, and it, not just for the money itself, but because it shows that this isn't pie in the sky stuff. These concepts that I'm constantly talking and writing and thinking about, this really does work. Um, you know, there's, there's a proof of concept there about how to replace your nine to five income with passive revenue that gives you the freedom to do whatever you want. And I'd proved it to myself. And I was like, if I could do it, anyone could do it because I'm the least likely person to be able to do this. (laughs) Um, You know, I am not any smarter or taller or better looking than the rest of you. You know, like I'm just a normal kid. And and if I could do it, then man, anyone could. The theme that keeps coming up, Paula, which I love over and over again during this interview is freedom. Freedom was so important to me, which is what drove me to my summer of fire, of just working so hard to learn everything about podcasting, to start building the foundation for a seven-day-a-week podcast, interviewing inspiring and successful entrepreneurs. And it's obvious that freedom 
has really been a huge motivating factor for you as well in your life and everything that you do. And, you know, so for the Fire Nation that's listening right now, if freedom is something that you want, just go out there and take it because it's waiting for you. And one thing that we've also been touching upon quite a bit, Paula, that I really want to just get your thoughts on is the roller coaster ride of an entrepreneur. We have ups and that those highs, Paula, they are so incredible. When you got that $800 a month client, that was the highest of highs. But then guess what? As entrepreneurs, unfortunately, we wake up the next morning and realize that our rent's $1,200 and we go to this lowest of low and we're like, what is going on? How am I ever going to make it? I'm so stupid. How do you deal with the roller coaster ride that is the entrepreneurial journey? Keep setting those benchmarks for yourself and keep celebrating those victories. Um, that's number one. Number two, don't let the trolls bring you down because there are plenty of people who are either, either outright dismissive, they're outright trolls, or they're subtly dismissive and they'll express their doubts about your ability to succeed, usually in the form of questions. Um, disguised as well-meaning questions. But oftentimes, you know, what they're really expressing is not a doubt about your ability to succeed. It's a doubt about their own ability to succeed, which they sort of project onto you. So that's the number two thing is don't listen to them. Don't listen to those other people who are content with being mediocre and who will plant those seeds of doubt within your own mind. Wise words, Paula. And just last week, we had Ramit Sethi on Entrepreneur on Fire, and he refers to these people as the vocal minority. Because yes, you may see them, but he says, believe me, John, believe me, Fire Nation, these are the minority, the vocal minority that may seem like they're everywhere, but the majority of people are really there. They're thankful for the content that you're providing. They're admiring you from afar. They're just not that vocal. So don't let that keep you down. And Paula, let's bring things to present times. Let's bring things to today. Share with Fire Nation something that's just really exciting you right now, that's really lighting that fire. Well, I'm actually... uh I'm launching a series on Afford Anything of true life stories of successful part-time entrepreneurs. And I'm, this is something that I'm really excited about because um, I've written a lot about the importance of earning more. Um, you know, people, when I tell people that I write a blog that deals with money, people immediately think, oh, you write about frugality and coupon clipping. And I actually call <laughs> myself the anti-coupon blog because I focus a lot on helping people maximize their time and focus on earning more and creating passive revenue and building a lifestyle business. And a lot of people say to me, that's great in theory, but can that really happen in practice? And so I'm launching the series that I'm super excited about that is totally free. Anyone can read it. And it's about people who have made a killing hustling in their spare time. Like there's a woman named Erica who... She works full-time, a full-time normal nine-to-five day job, and she's going to grad school, and she's a newlywed. And so on top of all of that, she's managed to make an extra $20,000 in the past year just by starting a little part-time business in her spare time. Um, so I'm highlighting examples of people like that, and that's just, I think that's incredible because it goes back to what I was saying earlier. This is not pie in the sky stuff. This There is proof of concept here that of these lessons that I've had to learn 
the long and slow and hard way, that transition from employee to freelancer to business owner. But if I can highlight examples of normal people who are really killing it, I mean, I hope that that can help some other people, Fire Nation, understand that, you know, shatter your employee assumptions. Let's get a jumpstart into doing what you want to be doing and, and being free and catapult yourself in that direction. <laughs> I love it. And Paula, I've actually brought your site up right before we jumped on the line here. And so I just flipped over to it because I want to share with Fire Nation an example of a title of, of one of your posts. They can really get the feel for the kind of content that you create. And something that you wrote on January 20th was, why I wasted an hour of my life to save $3.60. Now, I got to be honest, that's a title that really draws me in. I haven't read the article yet, but I'm keeping it up because I'm really interested in finding that out. <laughs> so Paula, before we dive into the lightning round, let's thank our partners. Did you just hear that? I could have sworn someone said something about a free audiobook. All right. I almost forgot to tell you that audiobooks.com is offering Fire Nation your first book for free at audiobooks.com slash fire. Don't worry, no strings attached. With audiobooks.com, you can listen instantly anywhere from your Apple or Android device or straight from your PC or tablet. With a great online library of over 40,000 titles, including several of the best business book recommendations you've heard right here from top entrepreneurs, you're sure to find those titles you've been meaning to read for years. Audiobooks.com also offers great membership benefits like one audiobook per month plus 33% off each additional title you listen to. You can even preview as many books as you want for free to ensure you're only getting the ones that you enjoy listening to. Get your first book for free at audiobooks.com slash fire. Are you one of those daredevils who's always standing right at the edge, ready to jump? There are certain things in life that will reward you for that, like being an entrepreneur. You have to be willing to take risks to start and grow a company. That's for sure. But something you definitely shouldn't take risks with is legal protection. If you're ready to start your business, then the time to secure legal protection is now. And LegalZoom can help. LegalZoom offers affordable legal protection you can trust. Ready to start and maintain your business with incorporation and LLC filings, trademarks and copyrights? They've got you covered. An important note, LegalZoom is not a law firm, but they can connect you to an attorney and provide self-help services at your specific direction. For even more savings, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. If you're a parent or entrepreneur, don't wait any longer. Call or visit LegalZoom.com and protect what's yours. So Paula, this is just a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning round, because this is where I get to ask you a handful of questions, and you come back at Fire Nation with amazing answers. Does that sound like a plan? That sounds like a plan, John. Let's go. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Mindset. I believed that being an entrepreneur was achievable for other people, but not for me. And it wasn't until I embraced the reality that I could do it, uh, that had I had to embrace that mindset before it could happen. What is the best advice, Paula, you've ever received? Don't sell yourself short and don't leap for the low-hanging fruit. Focus on what's best for your business in the long run without compromising your integrity in the pursuit of some quick hit of immediate revenue. Uh, in blogging, for example, 
I see people who will compromise the quality of their websites by spamming it and they'll destroy what little brand value they've started to create all for a couple hundred bucks a month. So don't do that. It's not worth it because you're not just building a business, you're building a legacy. Fire Nation, we are not doing little sprints. This is a marathon and Paula's words are so wise. Always be thinking about your brand first and foremost, and that's going to take you away from those little tiny dollars that are really taking away the massive windfalls in the future. Don't waste an hour in your life for $3.60. <laughs> I love it. Paula, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Reading. Um, I read a lot. And to me, that's part of lifelong learning because everything that I do from running businesses to investing in real estate to blogging to social media, all of that, those are all skills that I've taught myself. Like, blogging didn't exist when I was in college. Um, none of us majored in social media marketing. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I read a lot. I listen to podcasts. I observe. I ask questions. I take people to lunch. I network. I go to conferences. I've really made lifelong learning a habit. Paula, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? Yes, absolutely. Um, as far as internet resources go, there are a lot of cool little hacks and services that I've used to leverage my time as effectively as possible because I'm a big believer in that. And I've actually put together a guide for the listeners at Fire Nation that they can you can download for free at affordanything.com slash fire. And it's got the top six internet resources that I use and that I love. Um, I talk about my favorite dictation, soft dictation software service, which allows me to capture a lot of my notes and my thoughts. Um, I talk about the canned response feature in Gmail, which has saved my butt and saved. Love that. Oh, it's incredible. So I list all of my favorite internet resources at affordanything.com slash fire. Totally free for anyone to download. Well, I'm going there as soon as this interview is done as well. And Fire Nation, you know that you can find the links to this page and everything that we're talking about at eofire.com slash Paula Pant, or just type in Paula in the search bar. And Paula, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Well, I'd mentioned it earlier, Cashflow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki, um, the it's a little bit old school. It was written in the 90s. So you have to ignore the part where he talks about cassette tapes. <laughs> but the wisdom in the book is very classic because he talks about the difference between being an employee, being self-employed, being a business owner, and being an investor. And it doesn't matter where your current income comes from. What matters is your mindset. Do you have an employee mindset or a business owner mindset? Um, and so his that book is really great for helping you f understand how to think about career and work and money. And it led to one of your aha moments. It did, absolutely. <laughs> and Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Paula, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? 
You know, that's actually a really funny question to ask me because that's exactly the position that I was in three years ago. Yes. Uh, when I finished traveling, I moved to Atlanta. I showed up in a new city. I didn't know anyone. I wasn't running any businesses. I hadn't started my blog. I hadn't invested in any real estate. I had a little bit of money in savings, so my food and shelter were taken care of. But beyond that, I didn't have anything other than my knowledge and my just raw ambition and drive. And so with my laptop, I threw myself into blogging. And uh, as you can imagine, I made a ton of beginner mistakes. And I got feedback from some very kind bloggers in the community. And I just started networking uh, with with other bloggers. And so that's what I would do for those first seven days. I would reach out to people who are already doing the things that I want to be doing and compliment them on their work and see how I can help them and start creating those connections. Um, because I really believe that the people who are the best in any field, blogging or otherwise, uh, are very interested in meeting other people and helping other people. And, you know, I'm really grateful for all of the, the incredibly kind people that I've met. And, uh, you know, I totally encourage people to, to just reach out and, and build your network. Well, Paula, I have just really enjoyed hearing your journey, and it was an honor to have been on the speakers list with you at New Media Expo, and I know that that will not be the last time. So let's end on a high note by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. You can find me affordanything.com slash fire or you can just go to affordanything.com, find out why I wasted an hour of my life for three bucks. <laughs> and 60 and, cents. And 60 cents. <laughs> and uh, a parting piece of advice, I want to share a second quote that yes. I absolutely love. It's a quote from Thoreau, and it is, the price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. I love this because it highlights that we're not we treat money as though it's incredibly precious, but we treat our time as though it's free. Our time is not free. Uh, it's the most valuable thing that we have, and it's one of the most limited things that we have. So value your time and leverage that time and understand that real success as an entrepreneur or just as a human being comes not just from having money, but also acquiring that money in a way that's meaningful and in a way that satisfies your purpose and your calling, um, in a way that maximizes your freedom and allows you to just live anywhere and have time for your family and just wake up satisfied every morning because that's really what this is all about. Love that mindset, Paula. And Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to all of this goodness at eofire.com. They can click on the podcast tab because this will be hanging out in the archives or just type in Paula in the search bar and her show notes page, Fire Nation, will pop right up. And Paula, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. Starting a business is no cakewalk. I know, but over the past year and a half, we've learned a ton about what it takes to be successful. If you're looking for in-depth insights into what it takes to forge ahead on your entrepreneurial journey, then we have an exclusive email series called The Fire Path that will be perfect for you. Visit thefirepath.com to sign up today. 
Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.